Welcome to Patriots Nation UK, brought to you by me, your host, Matt Inkstar. Hey, how's it going guys, and welcome to another episode of Patriots Nation UK. I am your host, Matt Inkster, and I am joined as ever by Nick Fife. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Inkster. You can find Nick at the underscore panic. The Patriots Nation UK now has a Twitter, which is Patch Nation UK Pod. Um, find that there. Come and add us and come and speak to us, uh, interact and such like. PatriotsNationUK.com. You will find where we do some articles and things now and again. Um, try to keep that up to date as possible but in recent times it's just not been possible I think firstly Nick I think we need to apologise we've not had a podcast out and that's about two weeks now because I've been ill and then both of us have been run off our feet at work pretty much haven't we and how are you by the way? Yeah I'm good yeah uh, probably just uh, the the timing of the last game and then sort of the bye week so yeah but we're back yeah, we've t- taken a mini buy sort of thing ourselves. I guess it, it wasn't planned by design or anything. It's just the way it's it's panned out. So apologies if you are looking for um, our thoughts on the Ravens game, which we will get to in just um, a short period of time. But first, I just want to touch on a couple of things. Um, I think since our last pod, especially since we spoke um, on air, that Cody Kessler's back. Um, I'm guessing still doing scout team duties as what he was before, unless you've heard anything otherwise. No, I assume it's just that he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he is what he is. Yeah, they've opened up the roster spot and stuck him back in and, yeah, back to what they were doing before. Um, we are recording this on Friday. I'll hopefully get this up and out to everyone this evening um, in time for if you're working a Saturday like I am tomorrow, unfortunately, you know, you might have a morning commute to get to. You can listen to our lovely voices then. But um, before we get to other such Patriots news, I just wanted to touch briefly on it, Nick, about Colin Kaepernick. Obviously, that is his workout's coming tomorrow. What's your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts that he'll have a workout. He's not very good and he won't get a team. To be blunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was pretty much what I was expecting the answer to be. I think it's pretty much a, a PR thing in, in relative terms that the the NFL have now not really put things to bed, but they're trying to move on, and this is their sort of way of smoothing things over. The fact that it doesn't even seem like an actual coach of any sort of nature is going. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Bill's son or the Atlanta scout representative that turns up on behalf of the Patriots tomorrow it's not going to be I mean know. I guess it doesn't really matter who it is if it's a mem- if it's a representative of the team and he is performs well it, at least that's a first step I just can't see a guy that's been out of the league that long for him to get a team he would have to impress and probably sign for a league minimum I, I can't see him wanting to do that I could be wrong um I, I think it's really strange timing, to be fair. Um, like halfway through the season, I'm not really sure what it's about. But uh, yeah, I, I just can't see him getting a team off the back of this. No, me neither. And yeah, you're right. The the strange timing is is really bizarre because 
the only thing that I could think of is someone's been in touch, whether it's dolphins or whoever you want to pick out of a hat, and they've said, look, we could be interested, but you know, we need to go through certain channels and this is how it's panned out. That Yeah, but anyone's know. been free to give him a workout. Yeah, no, exactly. Whenever they I, want. They didn't have to wait for the league to arrange one. No, but I I do think that, you know, nobody wants to be the first to dip their toe in the water. They want to be seen as part of a collective group, even though they might be, you know, the one person or team that's actually looking to get him. It just looks a bit less obvious this way, I guess, maybe. Um, but yeah, no, um, my thoughts are the same. I can't see him get a team anytime soon. It'll be, you know, in the off season at the earliest, if at all, when we're coming into one of the biggest and best draft classes of quarterbacks we've had in um, recent history. It's just really weird and bizarre timing. And no, to back up what you've just said, I don't see him signing for um, league minimum either. I think if I remember rightly at the time, he was looking for about $10 million. And nobody pays that to backups, really. So you're back. You're back to square one, Mr. Kaepernick. I think, unfortunately. Um, the other thing, just before we um, do our thoughts on the Ravens game as well, since we haven't done a pod for that, last night was obviously a bit of a, a barnstormer in not maybe the football sense, but the actual sort of fighting sense. <laughs> um, if, I'm guessing you might have seen bits and pieces over the course of social media of that today have you uh, I've, I've not really I've, I've I've read about it and I've seen like a couple of clips but I haven't actually bothered to go and look at the entire thing but I'll, I'll see it at some point but. oh it's hilarious uh, that I uh, I got some time in my lunch break to look at the actual like I'd seen the aftermath but I hadn't seen what prior led to it and it just really wasn't that much I think Rudolph gets involved in being dragged to the ground by Garrett and then just sort of, sort of seems to kick off from there. I just thought it was hilarious. I just, want, I just wanted to mention it from more of a um, comedic standpoint more than anything. I just thought it was brilliant. But you know, there's been such a furore about it and um, people ripping helmets is a phrase that shouldn't really be used that often, I don't think. Um but in this case, it is in relation to the NFL and Miles Garrett smacking Rudolph over the head with a helmet. And nothing had came out of it from the NFL league standpoint um, to begin with with Rudolph. But now I see it's transpired that he's now going to get a fine, possibly a suspension of some sort as well, which will probably please the Steelers because um, they want Hodges in place now anyway. I, I don't think they've any faith left in um, Rudolph as it was. Um, um, I, th- I think he's just going to get a fine. I haven't seen anything about um, him facing a suspension. Like the, th- the three main suspensions uh, suspensions have been handed out already. Um, like Garrett's is indefinite, so that could be anything. Yeah, I think I, to, to me, I read it as the, it'll be till the end of the season, and then there'll be a cooling off period, and he'll be back ready for next year. But Indefinitely, as you say, it could be anything. Uh, and he deserves it. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> like, there's a difference between like, I I always think it's funny when you see like a scrap in the NFL and players are swinging at each other like 
you're wearing helmets, like you're just gonna hurt yourself. Well, that's what Pouncey was doing. He was swinging at helmets and kicking and whatnot. And but yeah, it, it was a bit of a brutal, especially when you slow it down. It was a bit, a bit of a brutal attack on Rudolph with a helmet, especially his own one, which made it even more funny than it probably actually had to be. But um, no, yeah. I just as I said, I, 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 I honestly don't know what what he'll get. Like I think I saw today that the Record suspension is twelve games. Which I think is that perfect. was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more. Like, well, what have they what have they got left now? Eight games, seven games after last night. Six. I, uh, I thought it was. I thought I read six. Yeah, I, th- um, I think you might be right because there'll be four and four and six after last n- night. Anyway, yeah, no. Yeah, but like, I don't think he could complain if he gets suspended for another year. No, probably not. Um, it would surprise me, but uh, there's no complaints for what he did. I don't think it would surprise me. Mm. Like that's not like perfect or even like. They are horrendous, but you can argue they're still a form of football play. What Garrett did yesterday is just like assault. Yeah, well, I did see there was a possibility of criminal charges being um, filed as well for that. I don't know if that'll come to anything. I guess that comes down to whether Rudolph wants to maybe do anything about it or because there's enough evidence then the police can do know. what they want with it. I don't like, know. But the fact that he hit him in the head with it as well, like the NFL so sensitive with head injuries. like Yeah. That, that, that's why I, I don't think I would be surprised if he, would suspend, if he was suspended for next year as well. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I think the perfect ones was accumulative as well because he obviously went through Two or three he didn't or four rip off a guy's helmet and but, hit him with it. No, exactly. And yeah, you're <laughs> right enough. The whole CT and head injuries and everything, there's nothing worse than that from last night. Um, I guess that's worse than helmet to helmet contact or whatever. Um, even if it is intentional targeting of a player, it's still that was still far worse. It was in and when you slow it down it looks even worse still. We've talked about slow motion replays with these things before, not in terms of fighting, but just in general, things can look a lot worse with in terms of injuries and such like. Um, so yeah, moving on to the the Ravens because we didn't actually get a pod out of a review of the game. I don't want to dwell too much on it now because we're a bit of a, a time span from the actual um, game itself, but it has obviously created a, a loss for the Patriots now the the perfect season is gone which I'm glad about because it gets the monkey off our back although it would be nice to have the the perfect season it's you know I, it was going to happen the run of games we have now I thought at least one of them was going to end up in a, a loss and it happened to be the Ravens I guess what what did you um, think of it what was your take on the game Nick? To pretty much everything that could have gone wrong did, kind of. I, I, it probably wasn't that bad. Um, 
My main takeaway was the run defense. It was really bad again. That's like I think we said at the after the Browns game that that was a concern, and it's going to continue to be a concern until they can show that they can defend the run. The Ravens just ran whatever they felt like it, and the Patriots couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, even um, Gus Edwards. I mean, come on now. Even he managed to get a run, a touchdown off us. So was, you can kind of think uh, Ingram, yeah, okay, he's the star running back. Jackson, yeah, okay, he's good in his feet. But then just to have Edwards bowling over people like, um, I forget his name, that played for the Rams towards the end of last season. It just looked like one of those types of plays, um, you know, just running through people. But it was like running through hot sauce or something. It wasn't like he was running through a brick wall. Yeah, the the run defence was shocking, <laughs> really. There's nothing else you can say apart from um, and shocking, in my, in my mind, anyway. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know if it's a, a product of the sort of system they're playing with, for the most part, only two defensive linemen, then it's just linebackers and uh, defensive backs. I don't know... If, when you're expecting run, if you maybe have to abandon that a little bit, you probably lose a, a bit of diversity and what you're able to do in each personnel package. But it's it's maybe what you need to to be a bit more stout. Yeah, they definitely need to be, especially um, going forward with the teams we've got um, on the schedule in the next few weeks. That you know, not this week as such. Are we, Depending on how the the fitness of Howard and um, Miles Sanders is, but you've obviously got Zeke coming up in a couple of weeks, and then Damian Williams isn't having a a bad year in in Kansas, so it's definitely something that needs to be worked on. Hopefully, the bye week has has helped that. But yeah, the the actual game overall, pretty much, you might as well just put us at a 17 minus 17 deficit like you're putting on a a soccer bet of we'll start at minus two goals or in this case minus 17 because it happened so quickly that we went down 17 nil that it it was like the playoff game a few years ago when uh Ray Rice like ran for that long touchdown early on and after that was chasing the game it, it felt kind of like that whereas they were I guess on the scoreboard they were kind of in it but they were always so far behind mm-hmm. yeah exactly it was um, second and third quarter they picked up and then the fourth quarter the, the to be fair at the Ravens the clock managed that last quarter and those, those couple of long drives really well and took about seven minutes off each time and pretty much gave us no time left to do much with at all um, the, yeah it did kind of feel like that game like, uh, in the playoffs a few years ago which I think actually landed on my birthday which didn't make for a happy birthday that night <laughs> so and in overall terms, though, it's obviously it's a, a loss. Was was you happy enough to to take the loss now and get the no. perfect season over and done with? Or? I don't believe in it. <laughs> uh, I don't. 
no one wants to lose any game. Like no, I I don't think they're sitting there going, oh, glad we lost that one. We're gonna lose one. Let's make sure it's in the regular season. That's uh, it's not uh, a narrative I subscribe to. Let's go with that. No, there I, is no I, reason I, that you can't win every game. Like just because it happened once. It doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Yeah, you're likely to lose a game throughout the regular season or a few games, but it's nothing to do with. It's impossible to be perfect. No, I don't. I don't think it's impossible to be perfect, especially when you're a team like we are with coaching staff that we have. That you know, every year, we that is the goal. Ultimately, there's until something drastically changes, then we're just in that privileged position that that is the goal every year, that an undefeated season is what we aim for. And it is possible every year. I don't care if you're really playing the Ravens, the Chiefs or whoever, but at the same time, I do think that it was going to happen at some point. I'm not happy that it's happened against the Ravens because I'm not happy with any defeat whatsoever. I can't subscribe to that narrative either. And I can't subscribe to, oh, well, now we've got 60 minutes of film on Jackson or the Ravens in general. That doesn't mean shit, (laughs) really. That only means you've got a certain amount of plays that you might be able to stop them next time. It doesn't mean you're ultimately winning the game if we come up against them in the playoffs I don't think so at least anyway I, I don't know J- Jackson's a weird one I haven't seen enough of him to actually like know if he is a good quarterback or not that sounds a bit more disrespectful than it maybe is intended to be <laughs> it's um are you not as high on him as everyone else, is what you're saying? Well, he's played like half a season. Like, I, just, I just can't see it being sustainable. That, 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 that's what I want to know. We spoke about Colin Kaepernick earlier. He looked incredible for a year. Yeah, and now and he's... And then named. he was trash. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to see him put it together for longer. What we've seen so far is really impressive. I always worry about quarterbacks that run. And if he doesn't run to scramble, he has designed runs. Yeah, that's the worry. It is, for me, it's asking for trouble. Like, you're one hit away. And I know every quarterback's one hit away, but not every quarter, not every coaching staff is making their quarterback susceptible to more hits than they need to take. They are. Grandy seems pretty good at avoiding the big hits, but you, you don't know when one's going to come. Like, with Vontez perfect two weeks down the line, not him, yeah. but it just takes one player to take exception of something, and then, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. The, sorry, what I was about to say there was uh, the. F- been comparing him to Cam Newton a little bit and obviously he was good or is good at running or I guess was because he can't seem to play these days and if I was a Ravens fan and a fan of Jackson in general that would be the concern that three years down the line you then you're so injury prone that 
you're irrelevant to your team and it looks like your team doesn't want you anymore because it looks like Newton's going to be moving on from Carolina um, come the summer next year. And yeah, I want to, I'm the same as you. I want to find out if this is sustainable, if they can actually come up with so many different options and so many different designed run plays or designed plays in general that, you know, you'll be seeing... You're not going to see Jackson at 42 the way he plays, as far as I I can see, unless somebody wants to tell me different. He's, what, 22 now? I give him till he's 30, and then he's gone. Yeah, but that's the same for most quarterbacks, though, like... Oh, yeah, I'm not saying... Not, that, not all of them not everyone's, to, yeah, not, not everyone's to their Tom being there. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm meaning. But, you know, and to have a even a prolonged career up for eight years plus, then I can't see that happening under the current circumstances of what he does and has to do in games. Yeah, he, I, I, I think the... I don't know if the jury's out because he has been impressive, but yeah. he oh, just needs no to keep that. doing it before... Yeah, before he's considered elite, I guess. If he... If he's in Russell Wilson's position in a few years' time, then fair play, fair enough. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll stick them in that elite status. But he needs that run of two or three seasons to convince me that that's what's happening. Yeah. Um. So I think we've. Uh, I said we weren't going to go on about the Ravens too much, so we won't. So we'll put that one to bed and move on to this Sunday's game against the Eagles. Um, initial thoughts? Um, it should be another tough game, I think. Uh, I think they need to bounce back. They've probably lucked out a little bit with the injuries to the, the running backs, um, so they maybe aren't going to have as much of a test in that area as they might have. But they're still going to have to play better doing that than they have the last few weeks. Mm. The <clears throat> Wentz isn't a Jackson, but he is still quite an athletic mobile quarterback when he wants to be. That'd be something um, to keep an eye on. And Doug Peterson is quite good at, like John Harbaugh, designing these plays. I mean, we've seen it in the Super Bowl, sadly, what they they done with someone like Nick Foles. And I don't even consider Nick Foles probably new top 20 quarterbacks in the, the league right now. So it is possible that, you know, the, the RPOs essentially is what I'm concerned about. Howard, I've had a look at the injury report before we came on um, to record and you're looking at Alshon Jeffries out, Bradham's out and Darren Sproles is out. Howard is listed as questionable with a shoulder injury um, and has not been cleared for contact by a doctor as yet. That possibly means he's out come Sunday as well. So then you're left with um, Miles Sanders and whoever else their running backs are. I'm not sure unless you know. Yeah, JHI just got signed, which is uh, not good because that means that's all we're going to hear about on select UK television this week. Oh, God. Uh, That'll be like 50 million replays of him running around at the end of the Super Bowl with a British flag around his neck. Yeah, it's... uh, 
they they have to realize how grating that is on like ninety percent of the viewership, right? Like no one no. really cares that much. Oh, but they do. They so do. They so care about Ajay. They so care about Efebada. They so yeah, care. I, about... I know Sky do, but like for the most part, like I don't know many viewers that are well, people that I know watch that are like. Oh no, I've, I'm. Oh, I like when slip. they speak about that, guys. Every reaction I get is like, "All right, we get it. He's British." Yeah. Oh sometimes, no, I'm, I'm obviously. Sometimes they're not even British. They're just like they've been here. They came here got, on holiday in like the eighties once. Oh, I was going to go with the 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 old adage of the, oh, I'm five percent Scottish or something, so that makes them, um, you know, yeah, British in some aspect. Oh, my foot, my granny, fifth time removed. I know um, they're trying to like create links to these players, but I'm watching an American sport. I don't really care. <laughs> It's, um, yeah, it's, I mean, at the best of times, people don't seem to like the Sky coverage. And so to then harp on about something for 60% of your programme, then surely that's just making even viewership duller than it possibly is. I mean, I've I've not really got that much a problem with it, but um, there's obviously a lot of comments out there that, Say, I, I, I think it's pretty it. dire, but yeah, that's I don't really to, watch to it, so who that's the presenters why I, are. I'm not, I think the guests they have on are good. I haven't seen much of it this season, to be fair, but some of the guests they had on last year were, were good, but yeah, um, presenters not, not, not great, not my favorite. <laughs> I'm not in the Neil Reynolds bandwagon. I'll say that much, but um, in general, I sure I find Sean Gale more more like a statue than Neil Reynolds probably a lot of the time. But and they're yeah. But we're digressing. We'll we'll leave that one for another week. We'll see how the coverage is this weekend. If if you're watching it, um, I'll probably just do my usual and watch by other means so I don't have to watch Sky because it's more that I prefer the American adverts to our British ones apart from the Just For Men when I'm watching late night games I do find the Just For Men um, little snippets quite comical but anyway we're getting past the point of no return with digression um, Corey Clement is also out injured for the Eagles Deshaun Jackson is out and um, defensive tackle Malik Jackson is also out I think um, he's been long term this season anyway looking at the Patriots side of things um, picked up the injury report for them as well before we came on air Nate Ebner Patrick Chung Matt Lacoste Danny Shelton John Simon Damian Harrison Gunnar Olszewski um, are all questionable for Sunday with various ankle back chest, knee, elbow, hamstring type injuries out of that lot I would think Ebner will probably be back Chung Shelton hopefully because he's actually been a pretty decent um, player yeah, other, other, other than Shelton and Chung I don't think nah, the others don't really matter not so much John Simon, Simon maybe, been, Simon's been playing well yeah. this season 
But yeah, it's it's not like there's no there's no Bolden will take over. No, Bolden will take over from Gunner for a week. He, he I don't think he makes makes the list this weekend. Damien Harris is he's he's for next season. He can wait another week. Yeah, um, we've got Ben Watson. And I don't think we're needing Lacoste this weekend. Um, but notable, uh, Edelman has not been listed as an injury concern all week for the first time since week three. So that's pretty good. I don't think he's paying three. Yeah, it's all a lie. <laughs> it's a, the, the question about, they might as well just put the whole team on questionable every week. <laughs> um, there are rules regarding No, I know. You have to, I, I believe... At the end of the season, I don't know what the exact percentage is, but at the end of the season, a certain percentage of the players you have listed as questionable have to play and must not play. It's, uh, I just love Bill's mind games with these things. When he, um, I mean, what was that? Week nine, Tom Brady was listed as questionable. Like, come on, it's not as though he's not playing. Yeah, but it was like a couple of years ago. Tom Brady was listed as questionable for like. Yeah. I don't know. It was like over a season. Yeah. In a row. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Um, I can't remember. Injury reports are a nonsense anyway. Yeah, exactly. I know you're speaking about percentages and stuff, but they are, unless it says out, then. The whole idea of it, I don't really get. It's like the, the rugby thing where they like name their team three days in advance. I'm like, why would you do that? I just don't get that, but I don't watch rugby that often. <laughs> I like the cloak and daggerness of the of the questionable, non questionable decisions of who your injury players might be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't really know who it benefits, other than gamblers. Well, maybe that's maybe that's something we'll investigate for next week. I probably don't have the time to be honest, but we'll see. <laughs> So we're we're eight and one. The Eagles are five and four. They've flip flopped back and forth between wins and losses every week. They were looking decent against the the Packers when I was away in holiday in Mexico. And um, when I caught some of that Thursday night game, um, they seem to have been in fits and starts. If the running game's on form, they win, and if it's not, they seem to lose. As far as I can tell from an outsider looking in, um. Run pass options is what I'm most concerned about going forward with their um, attacking options. Their defensive line is pretty strong with Fletcher and, and Cox. Um, their, their front seven is pretty decent, but I think we can attack their, their backs relatively easy, maybe. Maybe that's being a bit flippant, I don't know. Um, I think we can get to their 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 backs pretty pretty well, though. I would expect yeah, us. To, I'm, to, I'm not really worried about the defense this week, to be honest. I'm more because uh, well, I don't know. Concerns the right word. I'm interested to see how the offense plays. Like Nikhil Harry's back, just see how he he slots in. Well, that um, was someone that was going to um, just about to come on. I was, I just. Can't make up my mind what is going on with him right now. I know he's he's obviously been on IR and such like, but what I mean is, how much of a role do you think he'll play on Sunday? I think he'll be the outside receiver. 
like the whole game. I think he has to be. I don't think they've got any other choice. Yeah, see, I'm I'm still in two minds on whether that is the option or if they just put him in, you know, sporadically here and there. So it's it well, like you don't have, you don't have anyone else that can play outside. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, like, well, we I don't do even it. know if he can play outside yet, but I think you have well, to try it. I think I think halfway through the season, if you want to be a competitive, uh, not competitive offense, if you want to be a good offense. I think that is an element that they are missing badly. And the quicker he can get thrown in and integrated into the into the team, the more it's going to benefit in the long run. So I think it's something that they have to do. Yeah, we're missing. We're definitely missing stretch options to get get big chunk plays. We've had James White catch a, a couple of pretty spectacular catches over his back shoulder, um, but. They're few and far between, and we want wide receivers to be doing that, not um, pass catching backs. So hopefully, that I'm with you. If I think he should come in and you know pretty much play the full game at outside receiver, and I just don't know if he will actually do it. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to do him, see him doing that from now until the end of the season. I I don't know if he'll be any good. He might be terrible. But yeah. I think he has to do it. Like, and then maybe if the next few weeks he he's not being productive, maybe that changes. But I think for the next couple of weeks, he has to be that guy. Everyone's been sort of singing his praises this week from Brady, McDaniel, McDaniel's Belichick. But it's one thing to listen to what they say; it'll be another to to see what they actually do. Mm. So. With that being said, um, I wanted to bring in a, a new feature for the second half of the season that we've came up with, and that is... Brady up and over, and touchdown, New England! The quarterback sneak. So, with with that, Nick, um, Harry potentially is your quarterback sneak for this week, but for first-time listeners and probably for Nick's benefit as well because we've not talked about this too much um, quarterback sneak is going to be something we do on our preview episodes of basically a, a takeaway whether you you know the 51 shot that's at the bookies what do you think is a potential to happen that might not but if it comes off then you know happy days you're on a huge bucks can I pick the same thing every week potentially Depends how dull and boring it is. Okay, so I'll take Sanu to throw a pass to Harry <laughs> <laughs> every week from now until the end of the season. Until no, it happens. You're not just, just, to do just it like how week. I used to call Solder a, a catch a touchdown pass every week, and then eventually it happened. But I looked <laughs> good that week. Congratulations. Well yeah, done, you. That's what happens <laughs> when you get a tackle that used to play tight end. You just make that thing every week. And then it happens. I'm like, whoa, whoa. yeah, imagine that happened. Having been waiting four and a half years for it. <laughs> yeah, the good um, old flea flicker from Sanu. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess we'll just go Harry based. Like, for him to catch maybe two touchdowns, that's probably more than I expect. But I, if it's got to be like a long shot, that's, that's probably what I'll go with. Okay. Um, well, be positive. One. My one for this week, funnily enough, you mentioned Sanu, is over 100 yards and two touchdowns. 
I don't actually know of what odds you would get on that, whether that is a 51 shot or not, but that is what I think has got potential to happen this week. So I'm going with that one. I think with, obviously, Sanu played well against the Ravens. I thought he was kind of, wasn't the only bright spark on offense, but he was certainly something that that was positive and showed signs of at least getting better than it had been the week before. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, one area I think they've really struggled recently is in the red zone. Maybe not even recently. The whole season. Yeah. Um, with Sanu in there and maybe Harry's high, he's a big guy. Maybe that opens up a few more options down there. Um, and maybe it just takes guys away from Edelman. Maybe the whole thing works. So uh, hopefully that works out because um, it's certainly an area where they've struggled. Um, it definitely is, and yeah, we need to get that. If we're going to win a Super Bowl, then that needs to be sorted out ASAP. Um, because, because as you're saying, they have struggled with it all year, just like I've struggled with my voice through this whole <laughs> podcast. I don't know what the heck's up my throat, picking up germs and whatnot from the from the little one, probably. Um, but yeah, so you're going for. Sanu. No, Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry with two, 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 two touchdowns. touchdowns. Okay, I'm I'm trying to find the odds as as we speak. But I don't think I don't think they're up yet. They've not updated got, with any time touchdowns yeah, and such things. No, nah, there's a lot of them um, like uh, lines and yeah, overs turnovers, and... but I can't really see any uh, like player bang. No, nothing yet with scrimmage yards or nothing like that seem to be up yet. Certainly according to Skybet anyway, all of their bookmakers are out there if you want to so subscribe to them instead. Um well I think we'll leave it there, shall we, Nick? Yeah, you are you predicting a score? Ooh. Oh, we can't forget the score prediction. Yeah, you can't forget the score prediction. We need to see how wrong we are. Uh, hmm. just one thing, I'm looking here. Oh no, sorry. I'm 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 wrong. I was looking at quarter spread for some reason. I don't know. But the spread's oh, the spread is three and a half, which is a lot closer than I was expecting it to say. I, I, I was I was wondering if if you thought that was maybe a bit close. It's a little bit close for me. I would probably take the Patriots. I would take the Patriots all day long. Cover that spread. Yeah, but if it yeah. was seven and above, then you're asking a question. No, I I think there's a score in between there, maybe like four or five, but so I guess it's not a million miles away from what I expect it to be. Hmm. I'll let you go first. What's your score prediction? See how wrong we are. Twenty-four. Oh wait, contradict myself here. Twenty-four, thirteen. That. Offense gets a couple of scores. The defense goes back to kind of what it was. Gives up a touchdown, a couple of kicks. But yeah, that's what I'll go with. Okay. I am going to say our run defense is better than it was, but not so much better that Sanders doesn't... um, he'll, He'll get in for a score. He's not much to throw to... 
really. So then you're, I'd give them maybe a couple of field goals, which puts them on 13 points. And we're on, if your bet comes in, my bet comes in, that's 28 plus a little extra, 34. <laughs> 34-13. That's a lot of points. It shouldn't be because, like, Patriots offences of old, that is kind of like middle of the road. But this season, it seems like that's a high score. Mm. No, I'm going. I'm going for it. 34-13. That either we both are right with our predictions, or, as you say, the defence is back to what it was before the Ravens game, and they can pick off a score of their own or put us in short field position with Edelman being injury free and getting some scoring points also. So yeah, 34-13, that's what I'm going for. And we'll check how wrong we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we'll wrap up there, Nick. We've um, done our best for what has been a testing time for us both um, in terms of working, family workload and such like. Um, I'm guessing you're going to be sitting down to watch the game with some snacks in hand, are you? Oh, more than likely. We'll uh, see what's uh, a, a nine-something or other game, right? 9.25, yeah. Yeah. So a perfect time for me because I do all bath time, bedtime before that, so the 6 o'clock games are almost a struggle, but the next few weeks, we seem to be on the, the later kickoffs. Yeah, so, have been for the last um, couple as well, there was like a stretch of 5 where it's all sort of 9 o'clock and later, or 4 o'clock and later, depending on your time zone, other time zones yeah. are available. Yeah, it could be like, what, 5 in the morning if you're in Australia, which would not be a good, a good time to be having a game. Just getting up for work and probably missing half of it um, but yeah so the these later kickoffs they, they work perfect for me I settle down and um, probably with a beer and watch it on the big telly whilst the wife goes to bed and goes to sleep um, so yeah where are you on said Twitter machine my friend um, at the underscore panic there you go I am Matt Inkster at Matt Inkster Um as I said at the top of the show, um, Pat Nation UK Pod is the Twitter for our new Patriots Nation UK podcast Twitter feed. Um, I've still got to give you the details for that, next, so you can jump in and chime in with some nonsense when I don't have the time. Um, PatriotsNationUK.com is where you'll find our articles. Um, remember to rate, review and subscribe. All that good stuff. And until next week after the Eagles game, remember folks, do your job as there are no days off.